This is a podcast about just opinions. Hey, yo, this is what it is. This is what I think. We all have kind of outlandish takes. Like, don't at me. If there's other freeform stuff that comes with it, we cover that too. Hey, hold on real quick. Hold on. Hold on. Pause. We live. Live at five. I'm sorry, live at 11.24, actually. Yeah, it's kind of late. On a school night, too. What's up, Jock? What's happening? Not much, man. You know, life's great. Life is beautiful. You know, how you how you doing? Everything's good with you? It's good. It's been a busy couple of weeks. Busy. Tell like, me about it. I don't know what it is. It's like you go from... It kind of parallels the football season. Mm-hmm. Because you go from the kickoff in right. August, September... Every Sunday from that point on is occupied. Facts. You go into October, you have Halloween. If you're like me, you love Halloween. I usually like to have a Halloween party. Also around then seems to be when I do travel, Mm -hmm. whether that's for work, personal, whatever. Yeah. But then I also know, got Thanksgiving. Dude, Thanksgiving through New Year's Eve, every single weekend is occupied. Yeah, every single weekend that's facts man because you know you have family coming in town loved ones and you have to delegate your time very like very precisely you know like you you have to really value like okay prioritize like what's important who's important but also you don't want to spread yourself too thin because i noticed like when that time comes around Bro, you're so, like you mentioned, you're so tired because you're doing a lot, especially with work on top of that. Oh, man, it's nonstop. So, I mean, I have, like, first weekend of December is my anniversary, so that's always going to be tied up. Congratulations, by the yes, way. Yes, two years. That's Love it. Yep. But then you got the next weekend is usually one of my brothers graduating, they're doing something. Especially May. May, like. It's usually, but mine are all seem to be, like, off year. Like, who is in December? <laughs> yeah. You know, like, the, yeah. the fall semester. Yeah. And then birthdays. Mm-hmm. Then you got company Christmas parties. You got personal Christmas parties you go to. You got Christmas, then you got New Year's, and I love all this. It's uh-huh. great, but it's just busy, man. Super busy. And then it just kind of goes quiet, right? You got, okay, now it's going to be kind of calm. I'm going to watch football, watch the playoffs. Super Bowl happens. I feel like the world just, like, falls asleep. Yeah. And then, <laughs> back to reality at the end of the month, and that's what I've been dealing with the last, you know, all this week, just busy non-stop non-stop which is it's bad but it's a good thing too because when you have that non-busy time in your life it's cool because you kind of reflect on things that you know you want to do but at the same time it's too much free time sometimes so you're Mm -hmm. like you're going crazy oh shit like i'm used to being busy how do i like revert back to this so it's it's cons and pros to both of it oh big time and i love it like the first part october through the end of the year It's all, you know, when I say busy, it's all family. It's good times. Yeah. You know, you're going to parties. You're seeing people you haven't seen in years, reuniting. People from out of town come to town. Maybe you might do some travel and go see family that's out of town. And then it's like, you know, business just kind of stops everywhere. January is so quiet in every business. And then February is similar. But I feel like... You know why I feel like it's so quiet, too? Everybody's trying to get their workout shit on for that, all of one yeah. or two days. Oh, people new year. do that. Oh, New Year, New Me is still a thing. <laughs> and my like, thing is, like, people stop. Like, I get it. You want to be healthier. It's a new year. But 
stop being a follower. You know, my thing is don't wait till the new year to try to like make a change. Like start already actively doing small baby steps, right? And those baby steps will lead into a bigger thing. Consistency is key and taking baby steps is key too. You know, but don't feel like, oh, because, you know, the new year's around, like, I have to do this. Like, nah, because everybody else, like, pick your own lane, you know, and just stick with that. What kills me about that, too, what people don't really think about with the whole new year, new me thing, it really requires you to take, like, a lifestyle change. People always say, oh, it's a lifestyle change, lifestyle choice. What does that mean? I'm going to break it down to you. Mm -hmm. I, when I was in college, so in high school... We used to work out pretty regularly. We stayed in shape. We had to because we'd eat fast food all the time. Fast forward to college. You have your independence. I would eat a ton of junk food. I wouldn't, you know, once I turned 21, I would just, oh, I can go buy beer now? Yeah, you're so buy excited because that's, that's yeah. like a, a grown-up thing to do at the time. Man, I would literally, like, after I had classes, usually Monday through Thursday. Mm-hmm. Most people do in the second half of their college right, right. tenure. So what I would do is I'd go get like a bunch of good ground, you know, uh, ground beef, all Angus patties and shit like that. <laughs> I'd get a six pack of beer and I would just go grill that on the charcoal grill uh-huh. and drink beer. And then I'd like, just lay back and play Madden or something like that. And that's yeah. what I did all the time. Uh-huh. So I gained weight, <laughs> obviously. I probably that's I think that's everybody shocking. like is their heaviest in college. Oh, that well, freshman fifteen is what they say, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, once I went into the working world, it gets you're, the, the temptation doesn't stop. You know, people get like cakes and stuff. Oh, mm-hmm. we're celebrating Karen's birthday, and they, you know, Karen gets a big ass cheesecake. Yeah, you and know, she's not gonna let it go to waste. Obviously. Oh, I mean, let's say the whole team gets a big ass cheesecake. Mm-hmm. Two people are counting calories. Mm-hmm. Two people don't like cheesecake, and then the other four will eat it. Right. Right. They'll eat maybe half. And then the other half, you know, so people send out an email. Hey, cake in the break room. You pass by, man. It's like, damn, that shit looks good. Especially Fridays. Fridays, everybody does, you know, like the cat, like the breakfast. They'll do the bre- breakfast rotation. Somebody will bring in kolaches. Somebody will bring in donuts. You never finish it. So it goes to the common area. All day I'm going to get water and those donuts are staring at me. You know, staring, and we all know you staring. love donuts. It's hard, man. So yeah. you're there, and you basically have to make a choice. Like, you know what? I'm not gonna eat this shit. I've decided I'm not touching it. I'm sticking to the program. I'll give you here's here's a little anecdote. Here's a little story, right? Mm-hmm. One of my favorite things to do is walk this little shit right here. My dog. And shout out to Huncho, man. He's a beautiful doodle. Shout out Huncho on Instagram. He's yeah. got a strong following at d o o d. Huncho at dude Huncho Huncho with a U like and, Quavo and guys like he's always the the doodle that's on it's been on my story for like a lot of posts he's IG really one of us posts. you know he is one of us man he's he's sleeping right now he's knocked out actually <laughs> he's kind of like a human in fur um that I don't know that's weird anyway uh I love walking this guy right I usually bring the doo-doo bag you have to yeah. you know i well, usually it, it, do it's only right because you want to pick up after that's your it's your child you know exactly so i'll bring the doo-doo bag sometimes i forget but also he never doo-doo's out there he always shits here mm-hmm. always mm-hmm. but uh pretty much there was one time where i went out there and i'm like shit i don't have a bag ah but he never shits out here anyway whatever i'll be fine mm-hmm 
the one time I don't have the bag, he shits. I'm like, fuck, what do I do, man? That's how it goes, right? Fortunately, they have the shit bags by the trash can. So I'm like, cool, I'll go grab one. It's on the other side of the park. It's not near. And I'm sitting here at a crossroads, and I'm like, I could leave this turd right here. Mm-hmm. Or I could pick it up. There's nobody at the park. Nobody's going to see if I leave this shit right here. I could walk away. Nobody will probably ever know. Mm-hmm. But I think about it, I'm like, if I leave this turd here, some other asshole is going to walk his dog, see this turd, and think, okay, my dog can leave his turd there. Before you know it, there's shit all over the place. Exactly. And you have to kind of, you know, you got to take pride, take ownership in your shit, you know? I want that park to look nice. I pick up after him so that I can try to set that example. Other people don't leave shit everywhere. Right, and it's it's integrity too, right? Because, you know, once again, every animal that we have is an extension of you, I feel. You know, it's your child, it's your kid. A lot of times, you know, dogs, cats, whatever you may have, they prepare you for when you actually do have like a real kid. Oh yeah, especially when they're puppies, they're a lot of fucking work. Like we all know that. Mm-hmm. Cats are very chill though; they're not so much work. But dogs, a lot of fucking work. So, once again, it's your brand. So at the end of the day, like when you're out and about and it's shitting and you're leaving everywhere, it's like, what does that it's say about reputation. you? That, exactly. What does it say about you as a person? You know. Well, and the reason why I'm talking about shit when we're talking about New Year, New Me is it's a choice. Mm-hmm. You pass up those donuts, you can't say, all right, the one time, all right, just this one time I'm going to eat this donut. Mm-hmm. You're always going to find a way to justify it in your head. Oh, well, Karen grabbed the donut. She looks pretty good. Nah, but you're not Karen. Don't compare yourself to Karen. Compare yourself to you. So it brings you back to stay in your own lane. What does that mean? So what that means to me, people might say, oh, you're very confident. You know, at times people have told me overconfident. Right. Look, I'm not trying to compete with you. I don't think I'm better than you. I'm not trying to be better than you. I'm trying to be the best version of me. Excellent. So I'm not are. comparing myself to people. Yeah. I know I'm, look, I can't dunk a basketball. I can't throw a football 50, 60, 70 yards in the air. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to do that. I'm just trying to be the best version of me. But that's know? a good thing you bring up, bro. You know, like, your strengths and weaknesses. And that's Most, that's the other thing. It comes back to self-awareness. Oh, you're reading my fucking mind right now. I was just about to say that. Self-awareness. So the new year, new me. It's like, all right, I'm going to come here, quick diet. It's going to be the, the quick and simple plan, right? Uh-huh. I'm going to do this crash diet, and I'm going to lose all this weight, and it's just a gimmick. It's not a lifestyle choice. It's like, hey, you know, it, it's basically saying like, hey, I want I want this TV, <laughs> That's six thousand dollars. I can't afford it. I'm gonna put it on a credit card. I'll pay twenty bucks a month. That shit's gonna cost you like twelve G's over the lifetime. I don't know, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, yeah. But it's not really being self aware or realizing like, man, if I want that, I'm gonna have to actually take some there's gonna be some sacrifice. Mm-hmm. I might not be able to get that weekly Starbucks daily Starbucks, you know, whatever the hell people's you know, vices are. You got to save up, you know? It's And thinking the same way with fitness, you saving up calories. That donut, look, that's what, I don't know, 200 calories or something like that? Mm -hmm. Over the lifetime of all the donuts you passed up, that shit adds up. People don't think about that. Speaking of calories, bro, uh, something I just uh, was made aware of even more today, actually, as we speak. It's funny that you brought that up. 
a lot of times when we we turn the packaging around and read like the you know the servings and like you know list of everything something can have something can say 280 calories right but that's not you know how many servings that is yeah people do not people do not realize that they don't realize okay they think that it's just 280 per package like no it's not you know it's 280 like times that by four or five that's how much of calories is going into your body you know so well i people, know listeners out there you need to like be more aware of that and actually like read the shit because it doesn't it doesn't tell you just like for example uh the little crystallite stuff right mm-hmm. it's a small packaging you pour that in it tells you to pour the whole thing in right even though um, you're not supposed to, you're supposed to pour half of it in, because you know when you pour the whole thing in, I think it's like I forget how many calories it is. So, but the point that I'm making is they're never gonna tell you like the true amount to actually like put in, because at the end of the day, they don't really care about your health; they just care about selling the actual product. Well, it's a mind game, you know. If you go to a, a restaurant and the dollar signs aren't on there, psychology has found that you're more inclined to spend more money. Right. You don't see the dollar sign, you just see 15, 12, 13, you know, before you know it, you rack up a $100 bill and you're like, shit, what? But the same thing with, you know, the ingredients, the labels on the back. If they just say, hey, look at this 20 ounce soda bottle, right? Mm-hmm. 30 grams of sugar per serving. Like, God, that's a lot of fucking sugar, right? That's a lot. And that's per serving. If you look on the back of a can, it's like 39 grams of sugar. Can's 12 ounces. Bottle will say 20 ounce, 30 grams. Wait, I don't understand. Like you said, two and a half servings. So really, that whole bottle, it's about 80 grams of sugar. 80 grams, people. That's More a than lot. that, even. And you're just going to sit there and chug the whole shit. Really, it's the sugar problem that people have is they can't, you know, that little donut, you don't add the shit up in your head. You know, like I said, like the, the, the residual of those 200 calories that you passed up think about all the little things that you don't really count in your head right. I, i'm very regimented with what i eat right i eat basically the same shit every day right mm-hmm. at least during the week weekends you know weekends get a little bit crazy but those little calories in between you don't think about me i'm like okay i ate this 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 and this how do i know i eat the same shit every day mm-hmm. but you know maybe today it's friday and i'm like you know what it's 10 a.m that little snicker fun size in there, I'm going to have that real quick. Boom, I eat that. I don't know. Let's say that's 15 grams of sugar, sure, right? right? Lunchtime, I pass by. All the breakfast donuts people didn't eat, they forgot about, they put out there. Okay, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and eat one. Boom. There goes more, right? I'm not thinking about that little Snickers I had earlier. I'm not, you know, later on, I might see another little Snickers or something at home. And I'm like, ah, it's so small. Who cares? You know what? I already ate that donut. It's a cheat day. I'm. You know what? Just pack it on. I'm just going to eat a bunch of shit today. Before you know it, boom. You're looking at 500 calories because you ate ice cream. Just like that. You're justifying in your head because you're like, oh, I already ate all that shit. Today's right. already a loss. Uh-huh. But how much of a loss? You know? It's not like you say, oh, I'm in debt. Fuck it. I'm just... I, I owe money. But there's a big difference in owing $1,000 and owing $10,000. Same way with calories. You're like, ah, today's shot, today doesn't count. Today does count. Today will eat into tomorrow if you're not careful. Exactly, and it'll become like a bad habit, you know, to elaborate on that a little bit more, Mike. Um, you know, everybody wants to work out and be healthy, which we should be because, you know, we're eating like a lot of processed food. 
And the reason why we do that is because it's instant gratification. We live in a lazy world now where we don't want to meal prep all the time. We don't want to cook. I know for me personally, I don't cook as much as I should be be cooking, you know, because it saves you so much fucking money, bro. If you just set aside time to do that. And, and that's also, what I do during the week. And also, like, you're actually seeing what you're putting in your food. You're seeing all the seasonings, stuff that you actually like, you know, that, that's going towards like your meal. Um, versus, like, you know, you're going to Whataburger or something. You don't know how much of shit they're putting in that actual food, you know? And so that brings me back to the point that when you work out, working out is very crucial and important. But I feel like the dieting investment, the dieting part is more important, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. It's all about what you put in your body and what you eat. Water. We're made mostly of water, right? Yep. So you always want to drink, like, you know, have a high water intake. Uh, not too high, but you know what I mean, like a good balance. Yeah, you, you're not really gonna be able to drink too much. Probably. Yeah, you can't. Realistically, realistically, right? You're drowned <laughs> yeah. inside. But you know, back to my point that you know people get upset they're working out so hard for three months, four months, not seeing results, but they pick up that donut, they pick uh, Whataburger, In and Out, all these places. That's fucking why you're not getting any results and seeing it because your dieting is still shit. Like, if, if you really want to make a change, it has to be a complete lifestyle change. Ins and outs. You got to make those sacrifices. Like you said, you have to stop going to Starbucks. You got to stop going here and there, drinking this, drinking that. Even, like, drinking beer and alcohol sometimes, you know, it has, like, a lot of carbs, you know. So you have to be very mindful of what you're putting into your actual your body, you know, if you really want to see results. And you have to be consistent. You know, I bring that back up. Consistency is key in a lot of things that we do in life to get you to, like, your end result. Instant gratification is the plague right now because we all eat into it. There's so many of us, there's, and we all have so much access to information, and we all have a platform now. Mm-hmm. Choose your platform. Choose your social media. It's so accessible to everybody. Everybody. Right? Everybody has a voice. You know, right. I told you how anybody can really post a podcast for free. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you guys knew that, but you can do shit for free. Like, you the really resources can. are out here for you guys to be successful if you truly want to be successful in whatever realm you're trying to you know, well, be the, successful in. The thing is, people don't have that, that long term, big picture thinking. You know, and when I say people, I'm also talking about myself. I'm not being critical of, you know, I'm not, I'm not the pot calling the kettle black. Like, I know I fall victim to that shit too. I'm just trying to increase my self awareness on it, you know? Right. But it's that short-term thinking is that, okay, I want the right now, but not really thinking about borrowing from tomorrow. Because that's really what you're doing, whether that's fitness, you know, and you're not working out today, ah, work out tomorrow. Uh, Well, I mean, you got to be diligent with that, but, you know, you have to know, you have to have that self-awareness to realize, are you really going to work out tomorrow, or are you just kind of putting it off? Exactly. And you bring up a good point, Mike, uh, about being self-aware and yourself right so that brings me up to this this next topic that i want to touch upon and that's the topic of being vulnerable vulnerability so i personally you know before i get started mike what does vulnerability mean to you in your opinion it's it has a stigma to it right it has a connotation because when you hear vulnerable you almost hear weak right Mm -hmm. but when you think about what vulnerability truly is at its core it's more of just humility in a way it's not being afraid 
to make a mistake. Uh, your 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 pride isn't outlasting your your sense. It's really not overpowering your sense. You're able to swallow your pride and really just kind of put yourself out there without worry of consequence. Exactly. You know, it's it's kind of a it's there's a braveness to it. There's a courage to it. But the word itself, I feel like, has kind of built this negative connotation. But Around I it. think it's misplaced. You know, because I think it is a pretty it's a pretty noble trait, and it's not easy. You know, it's not easy to build that skill. Right. So I think it's important. If you have that, it really is virtuous to me. Exactly. You took the words right out of my mouth, man, because vulnerability isn't a sign of weakness. It's actually a sign of strength, in my opinion. Because to be vulnerable, it takes a certain type of person to be self-aware enough to know, like, hey, I don't know it all. Hey, let me stop being so closed-minded. Let me be more open to things that I'm not fully, like, you know, uh, burst on. Um, for example, I'm going to get into like relationships right now, right? So I feel like, you know, a lot of relationships fail sometimes because like the person is not being vulnerable enough to let the other person in, to know like, you know, hey, you know, this is how I actually feel. This is you know what's going on. X, Y, Z. Now, one thing I feel like should actually change with like a lot of people that's actually dating, getting in that process of talking to each other, getting to know each other, is you gotta like stop having that wall up so much. You have to kind of let your guards up, regardless of what happened in your past. Past, yeah, it it sucks. We all go through shit. We all been through it. We've all you know shits happen, but don't actually like bleed that into like the next thing because it's not that person's fault of what happened in your past. So let your walls down, you know, ladies, men out there, and, you know, vulnerability, be, you know, just just know that that's actually like a sign of strength and not weakness, like, at all terms, you know. We all have the ability to learn. We all should be learning every day with everything. We don't know it all, and that's beautiful. It's the beauty of life, you know. So, like, that, that's, my, that's my definition of it, like, personally, you know. I know it's not the... The formal version, but that, that's what I feel. You know, you gotta let your guards down and be more open minded to everything. Be vulnerable. You know, it's it's similar to like being a leader, <clears throat> in the sense that to lead, you have to kind of be a good follower in a way. So, if you're leading a group of people, you have to kind of listen. If there's a true democracy, you kind of have to hear their voice. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna make everybody happy, but if you can make most people happy, I think you're doing a good job. You want to do what you can to do what you think is right, but also does right by the most amount of people, in my opinion. So you really have to follow by listening to what your your followers are saying. If you think about content creators, podcasts, musicians, right. movies, in the beginning, they start out true to what they are, right? This is what it is. This is what this podcast, this is my vision for it. But, you know, you you look at the analytics, you listen to the feedback, you modify it. And some people are ridiculed for that when they say, oh, they sold out. You know, oh, they they sold out. You see it all the time with artists. I think there's a fine line that you can walk between both where you're not selling out, but you listen to what your people want. But ultimately, I think when it comes to being just a leader in any space, you have to know what people want. You You have to listen to it right I, I think as long as you're keeping the integrity of the initial 
product, whether that's content, whether that's an actual product you made, you know, anything like that. I think as long as that integrity remains as it is, but you make, you hear the feedback and you fine tune it to make it the best version of itself. That, in my opinion, is the the hallmark of a true leader. And in a way that kind of ties to vulnerability because it's not being afraid to let your guard down. Exactly. That's it. So, guys, you know, that's that's you. Very well said, Mike. You have to be more open-minded once again and let your guard down at all times. Now, I know it's a little it's a little different, right? It's not going to be as easy, you know, as, as we're stating it right now. But you learn from it. And, you know, life's all about learning and just being open-minded. You know, it's 2020 now, guys. You know, we can't be so close-minded with everything in life because you're not truly growing you know we want to talk we want to talk about that you know it's different seasons once again in life and you want to grow with everything that you do and being vulnerable is a part of growing even though once again like you said it's a bad stigma around it which it shouldn't be in my opinion you know because you're strong as fuck if you're vulnerable you talk about your feelings as a guy you know like i know i actually get on drake a lot because i feel like he's very soft at times and talks about feelings and whines and shit like that but at the end of the day like guys we had to start like kind of doing that more you know like amongst each other just talking about how we truly feel saying that we appreciate each other hey you know like i love you bro like you know i appreciate you because you know you never know like when you're gonna see that person again like in life you know you don't know what that person's actually going through as well and so we have to get off this alpha male mentality yeah oh tough 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 oh no nah, you know it's weak bro it's Nah, because I know me, Mike, you know, personally, growing up as a minority, we were taught, like, don't cry. Don't talk about your feelings. Don't do this. And I, I can speak for, like, some women out there, too. You know, like, in different communities, like, it wasn't as affectionate, you know, as it should be growing up, you know, as, as a kid. And it was very just cold, you know, like, you couldn't talk about your emotions and feelings and how you truly, like how you are inside as a person, you know? And so we, we learned that as we get older because, you know, being around hopefully a group of, you know, positive individuals that allows you to do that. So my whole point to that is you have to, guys, you know, guys, women, we have to be vulnerable in life, whatever you're doing, relationships, career, you name it. And also we got to start communicating more and talking about like how we actually feel more regardless on like, who cares what people think that it's weak or not? Fuck, you know, fuck them. You know, they're going to keep saying, people are always going to talk good, bad, whatever you can. You got to block that out. Do what's best for you. And I'm telling you right now, you know, just from experience talking about things and and sharing your feelings, emotions, like it's going to make you feel so much better. Trust me. You have to decide, you know, to do that. It's a commitment. It, It all comes down to choice, really. I mean, you look at, New year, new me, fitness, everything we've talked about this far has come with choice. You have to make the decision to do that. So you have to choose to be vulnerable. You know, it's not something that's probably easy for everybody to do. So in a lot of ways, it's like a muscle. It's like anything that you can build. Everything takes practice to master. Right. Everything does. So reason I bring that up, you know, you look at ego, what is ego? Do, do you know what, like, most people think ego is tied to what? Being overconfident, right? Being, being cocky. Right? What what ego really is, is ego is that voice in your head. Ego is that voice in your head. And the reason that it's tied to cockiness and all of that is because I think by by nature, you're listening to that voice in your head. The voice in your head is saying, 
I don't know, man. I don't know if you could do this. You know, doubt starts creeping in and you start assuming what other people are saying and you, oh, this is what people are talking about. And you're coming up with shit that you hear. Oh, you can hear people say shit like, right. oh, it's stupid you guys are doing a podcast, man. They ain't going to be shit. Yeah, you're not going to make it. You ain't going to be you shit. Know? Like, who do, who do they think they are? Yeah. Or like, you know, if you're telling yourself that, though, you're going off of a false reality. I mean, maybe people are thinking that, but... Why does that matter? At the end of the day, that really shouldn't have any impact on what you do, right? Mm-hmm. Facts. So all of this has to do with kind of shutting the ego up. You have to kind of ignore that voice in your head. I mean, there is value to gut reactions. Humans, we've basically been bred over our existence to adapt to our environment and be survival survivalists, right? So to be a survivor in a lot of ways, you have to kind of judge a situation and your your mind is really created to be critical to survive your surroundings. You know, you look at, you know, people profile, you know, or you look at your surroundings, you see fire. You're like, that looks dangerous. I'm not touching it. You know, right. your senses are like automatically pick up on that and which causes you, hey, indicators, indicators, excuse me. Hey, that's not you shouldn't be touching that, you know, or be around that. It's a cue. You mm-hmm. see you see the cue of okay, fire, right? And you know that the action is okay, shit, fear. <laughs> Behavior, what okay. is that? What is the reaction from that? The reaction is okay, I'm going to back up and the reward is I'm not burnt. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. You know, so if you have any kind of bad habits, that's one way you can quickly change them if you identify the cue, the behavior, and the reward, then you can really create and change any habit. That's very good. I hope you guys really pay attention and really listen to what he just said. Like, really listen to that. Play it back if you have to. Rewind it. You know, whatever. But he, we are giving you fucking gems right now. <laughs> like, really, Jack's are. like, we dropping dimes out. Yeah, here. no, we are, man. Like, just listen to this shit. You know, we're we're the OGs now. You know what I'm saying? We're getting we're getting up in age. The old heads, old yeah. heads getting up there. Time flies by fast, man. You know, so the habit thing actually is from a book, though. It's a shout out, really good book. I'm a binge person. Right. I get in these moods where I'll read a lot over like three, four months, and then I just won't touch a book for like a year. <laughs> Or I'll like watch a bunch of shit on Netflix and then stop and never. Stop. I'm the same way with music. I, I may that. listen to something yep. over and over. like I had a Wu Tang phase about two months ago. Dude, I had it for like all of last year. <laughs> really, <laughs> bro? bro listen to every Wu Tang song. Like, they're fucking greatest, which I still feel that way, of course. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I feel you. Like you get in your your moments and your moods where you just have to binge on something. You know? Yeah. And so I've been read in certain times. One of the books I read last year was The Power of Habit. And that exactly what I just described to you is what it breaks it down to at, at its core. You get your cue. Here's an example. Let's say every day at work, you get up at 3 o'clock, you walk to the cafeteria, you get a donut, eat it on the way back, <laughs> right? Or cookie, whatever. I think the book uses this exact example, yeah, right? Yeah. So the cue is you look at the clock every day at 3 o'clock. The behavior is you go down and you get a donut. The reward, what is the reward? You know, are you happy from eating that donut? Are you feeling a need of, you know, you're actually hungry? Do you just need a mental break in the day? Like, what exactly is the reward? If you can find out the the reward, 
then you can change the behavior. So if you find out, okay, I just need a break in the day, the reward is giving yourself a break in the day. You already know the cue. The cue is 3 o'clock. Right. 3 o'clock comes. Instead of walking down and getting a donut, you need a break in the day. Maybe you just go shoot the shit with your boy. Hey, man, let's go get some water real quick. You walk over, get water, and walk right back. If you're hungry, pack some snacks in your desk, you know? 3 o'clock hits. I'm hungry. Let me grab banana, almonds, oatmeal, yogurt, you know? Which banana, guys, and just to, like, kind of, sorry not to cut you (laughs) off, bananas. Bananas. No, it's quick. Bananas, This shit is bananas, Jack. This shit is bananas, yeah. (laughs) But bananas, actually, that's the... That's the good sugar that you want. Back to like what we talked about Sup- earlier. Uh, fruit, fructose. I don't. I don't think it's. There's mm. it sucrose. I think fruit. I don't know. Yeah, uh, don't quote us on that. <laughs> but I know for research on it. Yeah, we are. But I know bananas are actually very, very good as far as like natural sugar than most like this, you know, artificial. Which artificial flavoring and stuff it isn't bad for you, so to speak. But. That that could be a whole podcast. No, yeah. I read that was another one of the books I read. So uh-huh. if we're talking another book, um, I read this book called The Dorito Effect. Oh wow! Shout out! I heard that on the Joe Rogan podcast. Actually, um, Brian Callen mentioned it. But the way it starts out, so and I mean, again, I'm paraphrasing from this. So forgive me if any of the details a little bit rusty, but I'm pretty sure they're spot on. So, this guy was working at Lay's. Mm -hmm. Lay's. He's trying to develop a new chip, you know? And this is way back when. I got to figure out a new chip, man. What what am I going to do? So, he's traveling around with his family, trying to get some inspiration, check out different cultures, right? Comes to the Southwest, has, you know, Tex-Mex, basically. So, he's like, chips, salsa, tacos, da-da-da-da. I need to create this. I need to make this like the next big chip so they make doritos and they're basically tortilla chips they put them out like man this is gonna crush nobody buys it okay what do we do next shit this didn't work i loved it when i was eating chips southwest it tasted so good right all the good feels like what the hell's going on well the flavor is kind of not there so i mean if you think about the essence of memory scent all of the olfactory sensors you have mm-hmm. really help you remember shit, right? So he's like, if I can create this taco flavor and put it on a chip, then this shit might work. So what does he do? Creates this artificial flavoring, makes it taste like tacos, puts it on the shelf, Doritos blows up, and it's still you know, one of the biggest chip brands we know today. Oh, facts. So this talked about kind of the addictive nature of artificial flavoring. It talked about, uh, you know, eating processed shit and fake sugars and how your brain thinks it's being satiated, but it's not, (laughs) you know, so you're you're like, okay, I'm happy. I feel like I'm full. But then all of a sudden, 20 minutes later, you're like, oh my God, I'm fucking starving. Mm -hmm. You just keep eating, keep eating because you're not getting the actual, the real shit. So if you, how many bananas do you think you could eat before you got tired of it? In a day or just at one time? At one time, you know, honestly, I, I was on a banana diet for a little bit. I ate like 10 a day. <laughs> Fuck with you. No, that's way too much. Way too much, guys. But no, seriously, um, I can eat about two. Max. Max right? in a day, yeah, two. Uh, even at one sitting. I, I mean, one I, sitting, probably one. If it's a big one, too, I'm like, nah, I'm good. Like, yeah. I get to the end and I'm like, this is too much. It's a lot. 
it's but it's that like you said that natural sugar mm-hmm. your body knows it's like alright that's enough I'm kind of over this shit right now if you weren't thinking about calories I mean how many Snickers do you think you could realistically eat <laughs> <laughs> shit before you got tired of it if, if calories didn't matter before you were like ooh probably like Four or five. I think so, right? Like yeah. you could just keep eating them if it, like you don't think about it, you're just like because it's yeah. so tasty. It, it's like ice uh, cream. Exactly. I mean, think about ice cream. You could eat a whole tub, probably. I mean, you're gonna get full because that's milk and shit. You know, Ben but, and Jerry's, which I feel is overrated. Man, all that stuff though. Like you're just gonna keep it because it's all that fake shit. You mm-hmm. know, your brain is like, uh, I don't. This isn't commuting. Computing. Keep sending this shit in. You know. Mm-hmm. But the book continues also to talk about the way we eat shit now. Organic versus regular, you know, non-organic shit. When it was talking about, you know, all the pesticide shit and all that whatnot. Mm -hmm. The other thing it was saying that, you know, like small batch was really just kind of better. Like, this part's a little subjective, but I get it, you know. Well, actually, I think part of it's objective with water content. But basically, the way that we yield uh, fruit, vegetables now... You know, it's mass produced. You'll have a shit ton of tomato vines, right? Right. Now, the yield of the actual nutrients and the flavor and all of that is distributed amongst way more tomatoes. Think about, this is a really, like, simple way to look at it. But let's say you have 100 units of nutrition. And this tomato vine has 100 uh, tomatoes on it. Each one's going to have one unit of nutrition. Whereas if it was smaller and you had 10 growing on there, each one get about 10 units of nutrition. So, you know, in a way, it, it kind of, because those other ones that are mass produced have far more water content than the other shit. So, I mean, when you say, hey, organic, sometimes it does taste a little bit different. There's a reason. Now, when you're talking about uh, free range chicken, eggs, things like that. Cage free. Cage free. Mm-hmm. The reason that's good, so this book also talked about chicken. Back in the days, you know, chicken almost kind of had... Think about if you go eat it in the Caribbean, yeah. where they're farming that shit. It's more natural. It has almost like a yellow hue to it, you know? And it's like a buttery, almost fatty kind of taste, right? I know, when I was in Costa Rica, bro, the chicken tastes way different. It seemed fresher, wider, bigger. Mm-hmm. I know they're not injecting these things with GMOs or anything artificial. So, yeah, you're right. In all these other places, it's 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 just more natural. It's natural. And the way that we do it here, you know, you get a bunch of chickens. You feed them a bunch of feed, which is all kind of bullshit. Corn. I don't know what the hell goes in there, right? Right. They're all cooped up. They're eating all that. They're not They're cooped up in a small-ass cage, yeah. bro, just producing eggs, which is very, very fucking sad. And that brings me up to actually, like, milk, too. I feel like we shouldn't... Like, milk is... We're the only species that still drinks that. And I know the human body is very complex. The most complex thing, like, on this world. You know what I mean? How, like, our body works and everything. So, like, yeah, you know, people argue, yeah, we still can drink milk because, you know, we need it. And we, we're not animals. Like, we require more time and all that shit, but... We don't need milk. I don't really have a stance on milk, but I feel you on that. I I know a lot of people share that feeling. Personally, I don't think that we need it anymore. So what it also said, you know, think about those chickens. They're in there in in the coop, eating a bunch of feed, not exercising at all. You don't exercise, you get stressed. Cortisol builds up. That really affects the way shit tastes. I mean, when you're hunting, you can't, you know, shoot a deer in the leg. Then it's stressed out. You kill it. it. that you're going to taste it. It's going to taste gamier. 
because all that adrenaline rushes through. You know, right. that's why you hunt, you shoot them in the head, kill them, done. That's it. You know, so similarly, I mean, think about chicken. They're just sitting there stressed. You're feeding them all this shit. They're getting huge, quick. I mean, that feed is meant to make them bigger, right? They're like that small so, rooster and they weren't yeah. <laughs> Well, and then they're like little young chickens, but uh-huh. they're gigantic. Boom, kill them, dead. That's what we're eating, you know? Now, the difference is those free-range ones, they're out there eating bugs, you know. Roaches. Yeah, shit like that. We don't know. Now, that sounds gross at first, but really, I mean, they're breaking that shit down, but the nutrients they get from that are far different from the bullshit they're eating. They're eating proteins. You think they get nutrients from roaches? I mean, yeah, and all kind of bugs. I mean, shit, like the protein they're getting from that. I hate and I roaches, mean, bro. Like, I, oh, I do too. I don't fuck with roaches. roaches. Rats, I hate rats oh, too. Rats are like, the one. Ah, man, but roaches Rats too. are the worst. We'll come back to rats. Yeah. So, you know, they're eating all this shit. They're walking around. They're not stressed out. The other part, too, if they're aged and matured, those are the ones that their bodies can develop. They can actually build good fat and stuff like that. So that's the difference you see. And uh, and I not, know part not, of that not trans fats, which are really bad. Yeah, and I know part of that. Look, I'm probably sure I mis misquoted some of it, but I mean that shit educated me. So with all of that, I mean, it's a really good book. But um, yeah, we got we got kind of heavy today. We're we're getting kind of heavy today. What else you got on the list, Jack? Well, always. So one more thing that I want to talk on. That's to me that's very. It's a very important topic in everybody li- in everybody's lives right now. And the topic that that is actually is, do you guys, or Mike, you know, do you feel that if your spouse earns more money than you, that that is a consensually, essentially be like a problem in the relationship or marriage or whatever you guys have going on? Because, you know, like for my, for example, I feel like a lot of guys have this, this notion that like, you know, I want to be the breadwinner. I have to make more money than my wife because that's how we were brought up. Right, you right. Know? So it's in everybody's minds, and if you're actually if your woman actually is making more money than you, it affects you like your ego. It affects your pride, and it affects you know shit that people are actually saying out there in life. Like, oh man, like you know you're a bum. You letting your chick make more than you know that. But me personally, bro, you know, I used to care about that very much, and you know when I was younger, because once again, that's how we were brought up. Right, we got to be the breadwinners. But now that I'm older, bro, I can give two shits if if my girl makes more money than me. Like, who cares? You know, like, I know I'm not a bum. I'm still going to try to get it at the end of the day. But these women out here in 2020, they're getting to the fucking bag. They're making their money, you know, which I'm happy about that shit. You know, because back in the day, that wasn't even that. that, People, it was laughable. You know what I'm saying? Like, years ago, like, what, women making more than a man? Like, "Ah, get out of here. But now, like, that's the fucking case. And I'm glad, like the world is changing. So, honestly, I I don't I don't care. You know, I say like Dre said, ladies get your paper too. Hey, <laughs> I'm with you. I don't care. I think that again, that comes down to the pride thing. Yeah, I think the people that have too much ego, right. you know, oh that's frowned upon. That's not the way it should be. You know, that's not how it was 60 years ago. Yeah, you're not a real man. Stupid shit. What will my dad say? What will, you know, so-and-so at work say? What will Billy say? You know, just coming up with shit in your head. Who the fuck even is Billy, you know? Now, don't, don't get me wrong before you get into that. I'm not saying, like, be a bum. Like, don't yeah. work. Don't, don't try to do shit. And it's like, <laughs> hey, yeah. everybody listen to this shit right now. Like, Batman, I know, right? <laughs> all right. Hey. Fuck, I've been doing it right all this time, man. I told you, babe. You hear that? Driving a fucking... Listening on the road trip and shit. Yeah. See, they saying it. 
<laughs> right now, they're, they, they're swallowing right now. Big gulp, like, gulp. Goosenecker. Uh, not, not quite that, but... Yeah, I mean, it's it's a stupid pride thing. It's like... I, Like you said, it's not a fact of... It's not a matter of, okay, I'm just going to slack, drag ass, let my girl carry me. Yeah. But if you make more, cool. I want you to make more. Like, hey, let's get you as much as we can get. Right, you know? exactly. Like, it's a new year. Why would that be a problem? If you, And again, if you're truly looking at... If you feel like... If, I feel like if somebody has a problem with that, that's probably not the right person for them. Right. Because if you feel like you're competing and you're being jealous, you got your own issues that you got to solve. But if it's somebody that you're going to partner up with, potentially marry, or just be with for a long time... Why would you not want to maximize that? It's exactly. not like they're going to be stingy with it. If they're stingy with it, maybe that's not the right person for you. Uh, yeah. You know, but it's it, it's ridiculous to me. I mean, yeah, I I would love to make as much money as possible, but I also want wifey to make as much money make as possible, possible too. As well, exactly. If yep. she's making, hey, if she becomes a millionaire tomorrow, I'm not. It's Ooh. not like I'm going to be like, you know what? This isn't working out. Like, are you fucking? Kidding we got to break up. We got to get a divorce. It's not going to work. Oh, yeah. you and your money. Like, nah, <laughs> come on. That's ridiculous. Yeah, like, it's stupid. It's you're building. Stupid. You're building a family. You're building a core. You're building a. You're trying to really build a partnership. Generational wealth as well. You know, oh, family yeah. wealth. You yes, know, that goes yes. long. You know, so like long term thinking. Exactly. My thing too, Mike. I, I feel like you know. Once again, I don't care. You don't care because we're we're wise now. You know, but it's very situational too. And what I mean by that is, you have to actually talk to your spouse to see if that's like if that's cool. Like, hey, if there's a chance that you make more money than me or vice versa, will that be an actual problem? You know, and then reference that again if some shit comes up. And I bring it up because I know expectation. You gotta say expectations. Up exactly, front. exactly. And I bring it up because a lot of you know people in the world, that's what they break up on. That's what they get divorced about because Money. finances. Yep. Exactly. And so, if you were the person who's dragging you. Talking shit, like, for example, say you get into an argument, like, with your girl or your wife or some shit, right? They may throw money in your face. Well, I'm paying all the bills. I'm doing all this. Blah, blah, blah. And if you keep doing that, like, as a guy, personally, we're not going to deal with that shit because we already have, like, our, our pride shit. And you keep throwing it, like, in our face yeah. that you're, you're the breadwinner. You're doing all this. Like, it's not a good look, like, ladies, like, to do to us, you know? So, right. once again, it's very situational. You got to have somebody that's mentally strong who doesn't care like you do as well. And they know that you're still trying to, like, work your hardest, too, to get it as well and to provide for your family. My thing is now, bro, me personally, I'm a 50-50 person. For, like, we should be 50-50 or somewhere, like, around the same. Cool. You know, if you're if you're making more, I'm making more. Whatever. Cool. You know, as long as we talk it out. Communicate. Keyword. Because mm-hmm. people forget about that. Communicate on yep. how we feel about everything. And you'll be, you'll be all right, you know. So that's, that's my take on that. I do want to throw a disclaimer out there, though. We, we're we not some... I know we've talked a lot about being vulnerable and, you know, hey, it's cool if our wives make more. And we're not out here simping. You know, we're not soft on the mics. Yeah. We're just self-aware, you exactly know? Right. And, you know, self-aware that we soft. <laughs> <laughs> nah, hey, don't get it twisted. I, I just feel like so many people approach things so... Like, why are people always on on the defensive? Why are people always looking for something to bitch about? I feel like people look for things to argue about. You know, like, oh, well, you, you're making more than me now, so, you know, I'm going out with the boys tonight. <laughs> right, exactly. What? Just mad for no fucking what are you talking about? Uh-huh. You know, or like, just anything, anything that we've talked about, people that are on the other side of that, uh-huh. like, 
you're crying what an idiot right <laughs> yeah. i mean i i can't remember the last time i cried in all honesty but that's not like something i'm conscious of right. it's not i cry over things that are extremely sad like mm-hmm. loss right mostly because i think about other people losing something you know for example and we bring it up a lot which we always will <laughs> you bring it up again you huh? already know kobe bryant <laughs> I cried, bro. For t- I was sad for I two up. fucking days. I did see some highlights today. Uh-huh. It was just a general YouTube, you know, top all time, you know, uh, clutch plays or something from the last decade, some shit like that, right? Yeah. And it got down to uh, top ten, and one of them was Kobe. Right when I saw it, I was like, uh, sad. Exactly. Yeah, and I didn't even it. fuck with Kobe at all <laughs> during his career. I hated him. I right. did not fuck with Kobe, man. Right. But see, I just I got sad. I was like, man, because you think about all they lost. You know, and and you always think regret of I wish I would have paid more attention, and I don't know. It's just yeah. And my thing is too, like I never cried up personally over a breakup. Nah, yeah, I get sad, but like I don't know. Me personally, I just there's I nothing wrong with crying. Yeah, it's I'm nothing wrong not much at all. Crier. Exactly. My thing is once again, guys, like talk about your emotions. Like if you need to cry, cry. Like it's okay. You know, who cares right. what people think? You know, that's that's just a sign of strength. You know, not weakness. But personally, I never cried in a bro. I got extremely sad, of course, like, damn, you know, but I never just boo-hooed. And that's the difference I feel like between men and women, that women, you know, and don't quote me on this, this is just my opinion, but I feel women can be a little bit more emotional at times, you know, when it comes to Mm. that side of things, you know, and guys, we're, we're black and white, you know, we're... Well, but we also have that stupid, like, rage tendency. Yeah. Here's what I understand. I don't need to prove to anybody else that I can whoop somebody's ass. Or that I, that, you know, oh, well, he did. I don't have to prove myself to anybody other than me. Right. You know, so if I, in my head, I'm not, I'm not walking into the bar looking around like, how many people here's ass can I kick? What I know, though, is I can handle my own. Mm-hmm. If shit goes south, you know, I'm not going to start shit. Yeah. I'm not going to go around getting in people's face. But you'll finish it if it doesn't I take, yes. I always take the diplomatic route. I'm like, look, man, I don't want to fight. I'm having a good time. I prioritize happiness over everything. I can't say the same, And if bro. I'm just chilling, I'm uh-huh. like, hey, I give people a lot of chances, man. I'm very tolerant. I'm like, look, this ain't going the way you need it to go. It's not what you <laughs> this want, This needs to stop, <laughs> yeah. you know. that like I'm not like, oh, I'm going to give you a chance to walk away because... Somebody that could whoop my ass might start shit with me, but I'm not going to back down. You, never, say, look, you, man. you never know who, who they're with as well. Right. I uh-huh. said, look, I really don't want this shit. You don't want this shit. I want to go home, lay down with my wife, you know, go to sleep, wake up the next day, walk my dog. Right. But if shit escalates, I'm like, all right, man. I know I'm confident that I can handle my own, you know. But that's all I need. I don't need to go out and start fights. I don't. I'm not saying that I could win every fight I get in, but I know damn sure I'm gonna get some licks in. Right. You're and I know it. I'm gonna get my way out of it. You know what I mean? Right, I know right. that that's not end all be all. So I don't understand people's tendency to just go around like I gotta prove myself. Trying it's to be a t- the insecurities. It's the yeah. ego. It's it's that voice in your head. Oh, you gotta prove yourself. You gotta man. be a tough guy. This guy thinks he's gonna beat your ass. <laughs> What? And, and I just looked at you funny because your shirt looks like a shirt I used to have. You know, like exactly. people always go in looking for something to fight about. And they're thinking about the negative instead of the positive. Like you say, maybe oh, that's a cool shirt. Or, I, hey, you, know, you know, we're we're talking now. We're in the gripe session, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't understand why people want to read so much into everything that people say without really just like taking it. Take shit for face value. Don't read into it too much. 
give it some thought. But I feel like if you start to give that thought too much of your time, you're empowering that thought. Exactly. Now, all of a sudden, it's a stress. It's some shit in the back of your head. Just quit bitching about stuff. I don't understand why people can't just deal with shit and move on. You know, like... And that's something I have to work oh, on. Oh, well, I, I feel like you were kind of... There was a tone in what you said there, Jock. Right. I just know it. I, I You know, it's... Dude, I don't it's something give a f- underlying, and that's something I have to work on too, Mike, and that's very well said you know but a lot of times i dig into things more than what they should be you know because i guess this brings up how i was brought up like you know respect don't let anybody disrespect you like at at all costs you know if somebody's looking at you funny or whatever and it's a consistent thing you got to address that you know like you said sometimes you have to just let shit go and just take things for face value and like what it really like is because that could be all it is you know like what you know once again like the mind right we think we get into our, inside our own heads so much and shit's not really like like we really think like when we sit back and then especially if especially if alcohol is involved or any kind of like substances like yep. that's gonna like enhance shit even more well you, know? you become more you go back to your animal roots mm-hmm. you know you go back to that that primitive state right. everybody I everybody. mean we're, we're all humans are animals man yeah we're just evolution of course but yeah you're right so that's one thing I have to work on too and I've I've gotten better since I was young as you know when I was younger man like yeah I was I'm very hot-headed at times. I'm not going to lie. I'm very, like, hot-headed and hot-tempered. And so, you know, if you step on my shoes, that was a big thing. Like, what the fuck? Like, and what I was saying I would get upset about that. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Yeah, like, what Why I was saying something. Just, yeah, just, like, looking at me and, like, you know, I know, like, you know, I'm not the biggest dude, but I'm not a bitch either. Don't right. get it twisted. You know what I mean? So, that's my thing. But at the end of the day, like, it's never worth it because being a minority in this world and you starting some fights when you go out and start on, it's never worth it because you're going to be the first one arrested or targeted or, yeah. or detained. Offer for something stupid, you know? So just think about the bigger picture with everything. I don't like reading into shit. I feel like you know certain people will say things and they mean more than what they say. I might think about it for a second, like, mm, that was kind of fucked up. I mean, you keep it in the back of your head, but you don't dwell on it. You don't sit there and just think, like, oh, what do they try to mean by that? Because, again, you're giving power to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe they didn't mean shit, and you're just over, you know, anxious type person. You know, maybe they did mean shit, but really, what does that mean? If like, it does, what does that matter? Yeah, if, if it does, did? who cares? Whatever, like, be the bigger person. I know it's easier said than done sometimes, but try to be the bigger person and just walk off. Laugh it off. It's like, really oh, easier said than done, but once you start doing it, you you understand the power of it. Being the bigger person is really about... Not giving a shit about somebody else's opinion. And I feel like, honestly, that's the most disrespectful thing that you can do. Mm-hmm. or the mo- not, not disrespectful. Let me rephrase. I think that is the most... What's the opposite of empowering? Depowering? Well, I think the oppos- opposite of... I don't know. That is the, the most depowering thing. I just invented a word thing that you can do to somebody's opinion is not value it because like you said you're not giving them power to it and you're sure that you really can give two shits you don't care that's the worst for example if somebody sends you an actual text message venting like mad going off fucking paragraphs or shit and you just respond like one or two words because you really don't care you really don't give a shit or you, you don't respond at all because you right. really don't care you got the shit going on they get so fucking upset because they want you to feed into, like, the negativity and the bullshit they're actually spewing out to you. Right. So, like you said, I agree. Like, don't manifest it. Don't give it any power. Don't give it any thought. That's the best way. You know, at the end of the day, like, you won. You know? So. 
And that's not to say don't listen to other people's opinions. Yeah, you still want to listen. Sometimes yeah, there's constructive definitely. criticism. Definitely. Sometimes you need to be called out on your shit. Mm-hmm. People give you their opinion. Take it for face value. If you're like, it takes self-awareness, you know, listen to what they're saying. And then you can say, are they right? You know, not. And if they are right, let's say they, they're like, man, you're kind of rude. You're like, are they right? And then you look back and you're like, maybe I was kind of rude. I think if it's a lot of people saying the same thing, it's some truth to that. If it's more than one person telling you, like, you're rude, you're mean, you're mean, you're mean, hey, you got to look yourself in the mirror and, like, okay, like, this may be an issue yeah. that I have to do it. And know? that doesn't – so what does that even – if somebody says you're rude and you look at it and you're like, man, I am kind of rude, that doesn't mean shit. What that means is, like, okay, like, maybe I need to kind of be cognizant of what I say. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> uh, I'm so depressed now. Right. That also doesn't mean, fuck you, man, don't tell me what I'm like. You know, just if somebody says that, just sit on it for a minute. Yeah, take just, it for what okay, it is. Okay, what do I think? I'm not rude. I think they're just getting their feelings hurt. Yeah. Hey, I'm sorry you feel that way. You know, just think about it. But Or maybe, hey, I am it rude. Take self-awareness. Like, be aware. Like, you know it what? You're right. self-awareness. You're right. I am rude. I can word things differently. Because I know at times I can be extremely rude if I'm being rude with you. You know, I, I say stuff sometimes just because I'm, I'm a very straightforward person and I don't realize like that. We all that, have our moments. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. We're human. We're human, right. People uh-huh. will forgive you. If you are self-aware, you know, and I say all the time, look, you know, I, I feel like people like Chris Paul, like, you know, they kind of have like a life cycle, like a short life cycle sometimes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like sometimes they're a lot. They're like a, a an overbearing personality. Yeah. I don't know what that is. I guess maybe that's like a type A or like just people say very that I'm, OCD. People say that I'm overbearing sometimes. Well, and I was gonna say like I'm cognizant of like I know sometimes I can have that tendency, tendency right? Because I'm one of those people that I, I go all in on shit. Uh-huh. If if you if you're my friend, I'm gonna be up your shit all the time. Like, hey, what's up, man? Like, not like annoying you, but you know sometimes I feel like I can. All right, let me back up a little bit because yeah. I'm just like. All up in your shit. Not even being a dick, but like sometimes people can be a little bit much. But it's things that you're self aware of that you're like, all right, I'm going to let this person breathe a little bit. I'm going to let them breathe a little bit. But you got to really look in the mirror and be honest with yourself. That's what I always say. It doesn't. Let me not say that you can lie to people. That's not what I'm trying to say. Not at all. Right, right. But, you know, I feel like people might ask you tough questions or, you know, whether it's what you're doing for work or. Uh, who you're dating or whatever, people might say, oh, well, are you sure about this? Are you sure about that? You don't have to answer to anybody other than yourself. Listen to what he just said. You don't have to answer <laughs> to any fucking body other than yourself. That's one thing that I have to work on myself is feeling like I always got to respond all the time to people. You don't owe people shit literally like you don't. Are, are these people paying your bills? Is this your significant other? Are they really important in your life? No, you know, so like half the time, so like you don't, you can respond when you want to respond and how you want to respond. And, and it's important too if you're, you don't have to answer to anybody but yourself, but you got to be honest with yourself. You know, mm-hmm. they ask you those tough questions, you should answer them in your head. You don't have to give them the answer. You don't have to respond to them at all. But I do feel like if they're asking you a tough question, if it's something stupid and menial, you know what that looks like. So, like, oh, what are you even going to do with your life? Yeah. No, don't answer that shit. <laughs> but, you know, if somebody's like, hey, are you sure you want to date this person? Here's their baggage or something like that. Already throwing salt in your game before it gets I mean, started. Yeah, it's like you don't want to have other people influence your decisions. But if you read into that text once or twice, 
Maybe you should answer that for yourself. I see where they're coming from. Understand their perspective is probably right, a better way to right. say it. I see where they're coming from. I hear their point. I really don't care, you know. Or maybe you're interested in that opinion. You're like, you know what? Tell me more. What do you mean? You know, that comes. That's being vulnerable. That's mm-hmm. hey, okay. I want to hear what you op- have to say. Opening up, right? You know, you can tell when people, for the most part, when they're being genuine or when they're just hating. Mm-hmm. If they're just hating, fuck what they said. You can tell because actions will show too. Like eventually, yeah, you know? all the way. And if they're being genuine, giving you real criticism, real feedback. Okay, I'm hearing you. You know, but. You don't have to read into shit. If you want people to tell you what they mean, ask them. Be direct. Hey, what do you mean by that? Can you elaborate on it? Yeah. yeah exactly. Huh? You know, and that's not, hey, I didn't like your tone there. It's just, yeah. hey, so is, can you explain that? I, I didn't really, what are, you, what are you really trying to say? Right. My thing is, like, you don't have to be confrontational about it. You can have to, as an adult, we're all grown-ass fucking people. We can sit down and hash stuff out without being negative or, like, yelling and, ah, and all this shit. Like, no, we're having, like, a one-on-one, like, feedback session and talking about something that we probably didn't align with or agree with, and then we're coming to a conclusion. That can solve everything, bro. That That's simple. Communication, once again, that, that can solve a lot of fucking problems and issues that's going on with the world right now and relationships yeah. and friendship, like, whatever, you know? Real criticism, real feedback, I like because it makes you better. Right. It makes you look at yourself and become more self aware. If somebody's like, hey man, you probably got about five pounds more than you should, I'd be like, fuck. But I look in the mirror and I'd be like, you know what? I think they're right. Yeah. But if I don't think, if I look and I'm like, no, I'm happy with where I'm at, okay, cool. I go on with myself. But I don't think that people pointing things out like that. If they say that, again, you know who the haters are, and you know who's being real. Right. Think about that. Your friends probably not hating on you. If you have, a, if you're constantly asking, is this person hating or are they being real? If you have to constantly ask yourself that, they're probably not a good friend. <laughs> also, on the flip side to that, I, I agree with you. Like, yeah, they probably not, probably not as good as a friend as you thought. Um, but also, you can be in your own head. Thinking right. that shit's Don't still, overthink it. Yeah, Don't overthink it. shit. Exactly. But if somebody said, if somebody comes up to me tomorrow and they're like, Mike, you should probably lose five pounds. I'd be like, what? Okay, thank you. And walk away. Mm-hmm. I'd be kind of like, what the fuck? I'm not going to act like I'd be like, thank you for the feedback. You know, I'd be <laughs> taking it back. But right. like, I'd probably think about it later on. I'd probably pop back in my head. I look in the mirror. Do I agree? Am, do I Do I feel like I'm five pounds heavier than I should be? If I think I am, I'm like, okay, that's a good goal. Now I got five pounds to lose. Now I've got something to work towards. You're taking something bad and turning into an actual positive. Yeah. Yep. If I look and I'm like, you know what? I'm happy. I kind of, I've been eating a little bit more. Five pounds really isn't all that much. I'm actually happy with this, you know. But that's you, th- that voice in your head. That's you're just answering that shit for who you truly are. The ego is more the other voices, the because other people telling you what you think they're telling you. They're really not. You're just coming up with shit in your head because you're happy for you, not the world. You're living for you. Mm-hmm. And guys, you have to remember that. I know. You know. I'm not talking about the ones who has families, like ten kids or whatever. Like, obviously, yeah, you gotta care for them and stuff. But ultimately, you gotta do what's best for you. Yep. In every aspect of your life, like that's and control what you can control. And to come back to you know the the Snickers and donuts and shit I was talking about earlier. If you want to be overweight, like, 
Fine. Don't give a <laughs> fuck what anybody else says. Right. If you want that and you're happy with that, do that. But if you want to lose weight, you ha- you chose, hey, this is my goal. I'm working towards it. You got to understand there's going to be sacrifices, you know? Don't lose weight because somebody else said so. But if you look in the mirror and you go, I need to lose about five pounds. I've decided to lose five pounds. That's when you got to pass up those donuts, Snickers, and all that shit. You look in the mirror and you're like, you know what? I'm cool where I'm at. You know, maybe you don't pass those up, but you're a little bit diligent with them so you don't gain any weight. You just stay at your five pounds. Yeah. And I feel like also, bro, um, it's very hard to like motivate yourself at times. Like you said, you can go to the gym or whatever and I don't want to do this shit. You have to have a strong support system too. Somebody that's going to be pushing you mm-hmm. at times, your friend, whoever it is. You're going to hate them at times, too. Like, what the fuck? Uh, whatever. But at the end of the day, you're going to really thank them for pushing you to be the best version of you as well. Because they genuinely care about your well-being. You know, so. Mm-hmm. That's love. Yeah, that's love, man. That's how I feel about that. Well, shit, we got deep today, man. Yeah. We got we got pretty heavy. Always. Always. Hey, always. but this was good. Good. Hey, like you said, man, we we're giving tips. Real tips out there. Gems. Yep. So, we're gonna, y'all are going to notice the social media game is going to get better. Jock's going to handle the aesthetic. We should just call you the director of aesthetics from now on. Yeah, I'm going to be in charge of all that. Also, guys, you know, just to let you know, so I'm officially a part of everything as well. You know, the uh, don't at me. We all part. The Crispy Boys. We we all have been a part of it. Crispy Boys are all on the repertoire. Yeah, exactly. But now it's just even more official, so I just want to put that out there in the world, you know. So I'm excited, man. We're going to be doing some, some great things, like a lot, you know. So stay tuned. Hey, don't forget, hey, we, we were talking about play it by ear, uh, play it by ear earlier. That's hard to say two times fast. But uh, we got maybe people aren't aware that play it by ear has its own feed. I don't know. I, I mean, so. I don't think they are. Don't at me. So maybe I need to explain that too. The repertoire, right? The repertoire network. We have two podcasts, Don't At Me and Play It By Ear. We've got plans for a couple others. I don't want to get ahead of myself and yeah, keep it shout them out yet. Keep it a mystery. But we got two. We got two for sure coming sometime soon. But the repertoire is comprised of currently Don't At Me, which you're listening to right now. Hopefully subscribe to. And also Play It By Ear, which is our music podcast. If you look it up, it's going to have a purple album artwork with Play It By Ear and some black headphones on it. It's not hard to miss, and you'll see the little repertoire watermark in the bottom right corner. But, you know, we're over there reviewing albums, doing listen parties, basically, you know, talking about an album while it plays in the background. You could play it and listen along, too, like you're sitting there listening to it in the same room with us. We're also having some debates, conversations about all-time music, you know, artists, things of all that nature. So check it out. That's also going to be on Instagram with the same handle at the rep network as don't at me also right now on twitter at podcast at me at podcast it by ear we're going to be conjoining those two conjoining we're going to be combining those (laughs) sometime soon at the rep network on twitter so we'll keep you all posted on that make sure you are subscribed on apple podcasts make sure you are following on spotify and really listening wherever you listen to your podcasts Jack, any last plugs before we call it a night? Well, it's not really a plug. It's just like a uh, 
feel like it's it's a need, like it needs to happen. So, guys, when you are listening to you know these podcasts, make sure you write a review. I know that's you know people disregard that, but that's the only way we know how we are actually like doing. And if you guys like the content that we're actually putting out, so you know it's at the very bottom of the page. You know, write review. If it's good, negative, whatever. Like all review is a good review to us. So make sure like you are being honest about like how you feel listening to these episodes and that's all i really have to say you know about that yeah and i will say if you enjoy it tell your friends if you enjoy the podcast ask them to subscribe ask them to hop on you know hey check out don't at me check out play it by ear mike should we let them know about the uh the reward that they can possibly get That'll be on the next one. We'll keep that one a hush. That's a teaser. Make sure you tune in next week to hear what we're talking about. Uh, Do all the things I just said. Please help us out. Help us grow. And uh, we'll talk to y'all next week. Peace. Hey, hold on real quick. Hold on. Hold on. Pause. On Oops! The Podcast, join me, comedian Julio Gallerati, as I examine everyday life, the mistakes, the bad decisions, the goals, the jokes, the social engagements, and all things in between. I'm joined every week by producer and personal confidant Ryan Lynch, various other comedians for witty, candid, and intoxicating conversation. Our listeners love Oops! for sophisticated banter, aka your mom could listen, and many feel like they're in the room with us chopping it up with old pals. You can find every episode of this show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. We are the real Brady Bros. Brady Brothers from the TV show Brady Bunch. I'm Barry Williams. And I'm Christopher Knight. I played Greg and uh, who were you again? I played Peter. We've decided that we're going to do a podcast around episodes of the Brady Bunch. We're going to use it as a prism to look back to our experience doing the show and why the Brady Bunch is still popular. Have a sunshine day. We are the real Brady Brady Bros. Bros. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs>